0: This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Mingleton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It is 6.04. We don't have any fog reported around the region this morning, just fair skies. 69 degrees, a 40% chance of mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms today, and a high in the mid-80s under partly sunny skies. An attempted murder investigation is underway in northeastern Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania State Police say a SAR woman is charged with attempted homicide following a domestic incident early yesterday. Authorities say 28-year-old Jennifer Jennifer Craig of Sayre is accused of ramming a 41-year-old Sayre man several times with her vehicle, then exiting the car and continuing to assault him. The incident reportedly happened at around 1 a.m. on July 15th. Craig is also being charged with aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangerment, and harassment. The condition of the victim was not released. Craig is being held in the Bradford County Jail on a half million dollars bail. WMBF First News Time 605. New York State lawmakers are demanding that Governor Andrew Cuomo lift remaining restrictions for visitors in nursing homes. That's according to a letter sent by a couple dozen Democrat lawmakers to the governor this week. New York lifted many restrictions on nursing home visits this spring in light of federal guidance that in part cleared the way for loved ones to hug residents if both are vaccinated. But some nursing homes in New York are still only allowing one or two visitors at a time to visit loved ones for as little as 30 minutes once or twice a week, sometimes with hours limited to weekdays. Meanwhile, there is a concern about a continued spiral upward in the number of new cases identified in the state over recent days, believed to be driven by the more contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus. Yesterday, New York reported 956 new positive test results for COVID-19. Wednesday, the number of new cases reported was 812. Now compare that to just a few weeks earlier. June 30th, the number of new cases reported from the previous day was at 290. And for the entire month of June, new cases daily reported mainly under 500. A sunny afternoon loss of power may be a bit unexpected, but more than a 1,000 New York State Electric and Gas customers in the town of Union were without electric service yesterday afternoon in a planned interruption. NYSEG had to turn off the power so utility crews could do emergency transmission line repairs. According to NYSEG, wind from strong storms overnight Wednesday and the softened soil conditions resulted in a tree falling onto power lines on Cornell Avenue in Endicott in order to safely remove the tree and complete the necessary repair work. Power to that area was temporarily shut off at about 12.30 yesterday afternoon. The utility said about 1,300 customers would be affected by the outage. The interruption also was to affect the operation of some traffic lights. A nice spokeswoman advised us just before 3.30 yesterday afternoon the power was back on. The Windsor Central School District plans to hire a farm manager and agricultural consultant with funds provided by the United States Department of Agriculture. The federal agency has awarded the district about $98,000 through the National Farm to School Grant Program. The money also will be used to acquire a large refrigeration unit to store student-grown produce and will cover the startup costs of a career and technical education program for students in Windsor and other nearby school districts. In recent years, the Windsor School District has added a seven-acre land lab and purchased a tractor. The district also has developed a hydroponics lab that provided produce for use at the Windsor High School. The corner just west of the Court Street Bridge that was home to Binghamton Optical for decades is about to get a new life as the fourth red jug pub in the state. Co-owner Tom Terwilliger says the tavern at 17 Main Street in downtown Binghamton was prepared to open patrons after a delay of more than year. a year. Red Jug Pub currently has locations in Cortland, Brockport, and Oneonta. Terwilliger initially expected the Binghamton site would be in operation last summer, but the COVID-19 pandemic of course delayed the project. Now he says he hopes the Binghamton site can be open on Monday. Terwilliger says 34 people have been hired for the new operation. He expects there will be more hiring before college students return to Binghamton for the fall classes. Binghamton Optical closed its doors just over three years ago. The Red Jug Pub owners acquired the property in March of 2019 it's 609 where news breaks first news radio 1290 wmbf and WMBF.
0: hey it's ron and Anian, inviting you to join me saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m for the car doctor helpful tips on repairs how to avoid them along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle the car doctor saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m on news radio 1290 w- Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
2: All right, well, yesterday was the beginning of baseball again after the All-Star break, and Boston Red Sox came to town to take on
3: the Bombers in the Bronx, but uh, it didn't happen. Yankees slugger Aaron Judge among several New York players on COVID protocol, postponing the Thursday game against the Boston Red Sox, says Yankees general manager Brian Cashman. We're waiting for lab-based tests." To, to give us a, a final official confirm, so um, so we could be as high as six. Yankees manager Aaron Boone noting not all players have gotten shots. I've chosen to get vaccinated. I've encouraged those two, but in the end, that's a deeply personal decision. Three pitchers tested positive: Jonathan Loisiga, Nestor Cortez Jr., and Wandy Peralta. Chuck Sievertson, ABC Sports. There
2: you go. In today's game, also in jeopardy, they're. Be short on players. Maybe they need to dial up Tim Tebow. See what he's doing. Uh, Rumble Ponies last night pulled one out. They win against the Altoona Curve on the road, four to three. Uh, they are in the middle right now of a six-game road trip. They're one and two. Uh, game four is tonight in Altoona. They'll be back again next week here at Rabido Stadium. Seattle Mariners pitcher Hector Santiago's 10-game suspension has been upheld by Major League Baseball Special Advisor John McHale, Jr. Santiago will serve the suspension beginning today when the Mariners open their post-All-Star break schedule at Los Angeles Angels. And the New York Jets and Marcus May were unable to reach an agreement on a long-term contract. The star safety will now play this season under his franchise tag tender. The sides had until 4 p.m. Thursday to work out a deal. May May will continue this year making $10.6 million eligible to become an unrestricted free agent next offseason. Canada's Deputy Chief Public Health Officer says the Toronto Blue Jays return to their home ballpark is trending in a very good direction. But Dr. Howard Jewell would not say when an announcement would be made toronto has played its home games this year in florida and buffalo because of uh, canadian travel restrictions related to the coronavirus pandemic california panthers have agreed to a carolina panthers have agreed to a four-year 72 million dollar deal with offensive tackle taylor Moten, according to a person familiar with the situation the person told the ap that the deal includes 43 million in guaranteed money money. Friday's Olympic men's basketball tune-up between the United States and Australia and Las Vegas has been canceled due to health and safety protocols. USA Basketball cited an abundance of caution in making the decision. The news followed word that Washington Wizards All-Star guard Bradley Beal would miss the Tokyo Games after being placed in health and safety protocols. USA forward Jeremy Grant has also been placed in health and safety protocols. What is going on in this resurgent thing? Alright, that is a look at sports. WNBF first news time is six fourteen.
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio twelve ninety WNBF.
2: All right. Well, I had all the information in front of me here, and I'm looking for it. I ain't got it. It disappeared. I don't know where it is. Anyway, road conditions today. This morning things are looking good, but uh, we do have information for you uh, regarding the air show today, which I did have in here, and now I don't see it. So it disappeared on me. And we'll get to that. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Partly sunny today with a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-80s. Tonight, cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Lows in the mid-to-upper 60s for Saturday. Cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. A high near 80. And mostly cloudy on Sunday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-to-upper 70s. Right now, a balmy 70 degrees. As we start off a Friday here together. Getting ready for the weekend. It's coming at us. I can see it. It's, it's right over there. Yeah. WNBF First
4: News Time. 6.50. The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com. BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton. Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning, Wapke Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton.
0: It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290, WNBS.
2: July 16, 1959, The Coaster. Yes, indeed. 1966, guitarist Eric Clapton joined bassist Jack Bruce and drummer Ginger Baker to form the group, the legendary Cream. Boy, they had some great songs, too. Loggins and Messina broke up on this day in 1976. In 1980, the No Nukes film documentary of anti-nuclear benefit concert premiered in New York among the performers Jackson Brown, the Doobie Brothers, James Taylor. And in 1981, we lost Harry Chapin.
5: You see, she was gonna be. An actress, and I was going learn to fly She took off to find the I took off to find one of the slides.
2: absolute greatest singer songwriters of all time, and boy, he had a lot of things to say, and a great philanthropist who was really into uh, helping world the world hunger cause. Harry Chapin, 1981, died at the age of 38. On this day, 1989, actor Rebecca Schaefer, star of the sitcom My Sister Sam, was shot to death at her Los Angeles home by an obsessed fan. She was only 21. The three tenors, Luciana Pabarotti, Placido Domingo, I'm proud of myself for even being able to pronounce that, and Jose Caracacacus rejoined the night after the world soccer final for the concert. Reunited, I should say. It drew an estimated 1.3 billion TV viewers to see the big three, the three tenors. Uh, Also, Queen Latifah's bodyguard was shot and wounded when two teenagers tried to carjack her. What is it with this stuff? That was in 1995. Uh, Famous folks, William Bell is 82. Reuben Blaine, 73. Stuart Copeland of the police is 69 today. Famous folks celebrating with us.
0: First News Binghamton presents the lighter side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290
2: WNBS. What is it with this floppy microphone? You know, many times as I tighten this screw up, Kathy, it's still—it's got a screw loose. It's kind of—I have something in common with it. So we both have a screw loose. Use some little—I—I di- I, I used a dime; it worked fine. Now on this side of it, it works fine. The other side, the dime doesn't fit, Kathy. But if the dime fits, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to our little Friday morning soiree here. Uh, coffee and conversation, right?
1: Yeah, and road closures, okay.
2: And road closures because they the I didn't have time
1: to get it off the copy machine, that's why you didn't have it.
2: Well, I saw you with it, you know I, my memory just goes. I, I know you yeah, had it... I mean, it.
1: That's, that's too. I have some newscasts I have to record today, and I'm already sitting there going, did I do that already? Well, you can... This is starting today from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., and then tomorrow and Sunday from 12 to 4.30. Yeah. A lot of people calling the show, Bob's show yesterday, and talking about these road closures. But, you know, kind of has to happen when you've got planes flying overhead and stuff like that. You don't need people sitting on the roadway gawking, all right?
2: No, you're right. You absolutely don't. I, I saw some planes last night flying around. We'll talk about
1: that in just a second. So here's the roads.
2: Okay, okay. go ahead. <laughs>
1: We're getting sidetracked already. (laughs) Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, Flint Road, Knapp Road. That's the landfill area, okay? Kolb Road, Upper Stella Ireland Road, and West Shenango Road. Those are ones that are closed, all right? They were practicing their skywriting. What do you ha- What happens when you're skywriting and you make a mistake? Is there like like another plane that goes by that's a big whiteout?
2: Oops, you know.
1: <laughs> it drags a banner that wipes out the misspelling. I'd be a terrible skywriter. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> good thing there's you know we're auto autocorrect is a good thing in some areas and sometimes it's not so good. Yeah. I, I really am happy for autocorrect or at least for spell check because I'm not the best speller in the world. I always said that's one of the reasons I got into radio. As long as I could pronounce it, I didn't have to spell it.
2: I remember the old days when you had to get out the tape, the correction tape and hit yeah, the key again. Down and yeah. That was a pain because I was a, a horrible typist. I still am a horrible typist, but at least now I can backspace or I can use spell check.
1: Yeah, spell check is a yeah, I, I yeah you know is a backup, backup, backup. You see, in my office, I have a big IBM Selectric typewriter in there.
2: Oh yeah, you you told me that. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but is it, I, I remember the ones we had in the newsroom.
1: Yeah, Roger Neal gave it to me.
2: Yeah, it was probably the ones that were in the newsroom over at Security Mutual when we were over there. Yeah,
1: probably. But I mean, they the heavier and all get out. But.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've used it. So a few the times.
1: skywriters, you and I were laughing. <laughs> just you know, you just wonder because we have minds that go in certain directions. Like yesterday, yeah. we kept singing the lumberjack song from yeah. Monty Python because of the lumberjack, lumberjack festival. Fest. Kind of wonder if some of these skywriters, just while they're doing their things, if they're just tempted or if they ever have written across the sky, "Surrender, Dorothy." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my! Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I, I know they're going to be doing some of that skywriting stuff.
1: I think the name of the group is the Sky Typers or something like Sky
2: that. Typers. Yeah. And we have uh, the parachutes. Uh, the Army parachuters are going to um, be there. The,
1: the Golden Knights, right? Golden
2: something. Knights. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, course, and
1: the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds, uh, yep. U.S. the United Air Force A ten Thunderbolt, the Geico Sky Typers. There you go.
2: Oh, Geico got got in on this. They get into everything.
1: Well, they're the ones that, that that's their crew. Is yeah. the Geico Skytypers. Is the little um, guy
2: going to be there with them?
1: Yeah, yeah a little will <laughs> be riding Just for in the, the plane. fine print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. R.J. Gritter, Mark Meredith, Super Chipmunk. I got a problem with chipmunks. Anyway, Scott Francis's <laughs> MXS. A P-51 demonstration by Jim Beasley Jr., David Windmiler, and the Southern Tears' Chris Zanino. So I don't know. Gates open at 9.30 a.m. Show begins at 12 p.m. And they are selling the tickets online. No tickets at the gate. It's drive-in. The tickets are at www.tickets.binghamtonairshow.com. And there's different levels of participation from the economy class, which is a 20 by 20 space, business class 25 by 20, first class is a 40 by 40, and just, you know, I'm going to be honest. People are saying the price of it, some people are not happy about. But yeah. well, it's you, for the entire car. So right.
2: Yeah, so you can, you can cut it you up. you can
1: safely get into your
6: vehicle.
2: Pony up the dough, and uh, you guys can get in at a, at a halfway decent price. And don't forget that the road closure is 2 to 4 today and noon to 4.30 tomorrow and Sunday.
7: Da, 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 da. Road
2: and just make sure that uh, you... Uh, Allow yourself some time.
7: You don't
1: want that Geico lizard landing on top of your car. So no, you, you don't. <laughs> they make right. your insurance go up.
2: <laughs> this is true. All right, and we'll check in with Kathy. coming up in just a couple minutes. Right now, time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A
6: Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
0: Is your teenager more stressed out than usual?
8: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. When adults get stressed, it's usually pretty easy to tell what's going on. With kids, it can be a bit more challenging. Psychologist John Duffy says parents should be on the lookout for any noticeable changes in their child's mood or behavior. Stressed kids can present as irritable, avoidant, even withdrawn, he says. And their stress might manifest in physical symptoms, fatigue, muscle pain, headaches, stomach issues, difficulty sleeping... The most important thing, Duffy says, is to figure out what's causing your teen stress, and the best way to do that is to just ask. The issue might not be what you think it is, so hear them out. That might be enough. If not, carve out some time in a space without distractions to formulate a plan of action. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a... This
4: is
0: WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It's 69 degrees at 632. The forecast today. Well, partly sunny skies. The chance of showers and thunderstorms returns, unfortunately. It's a 40% chance for late this afternoon. High in the mid-80s for those of you interested in the possible rainfall amounts. Since we are working with saturated ground right now, the Weather Service calling for less than a tenth of an inch except in those possible thunderstorms officials in the German state of North Rhine Westphalia say the death toll in floods there has increased to 43 pushing the total number of fatalities in German and Belgium above 100 one person who went missing from a Colorado River rafting trip in the Grand Canyon has been found dead a park spokesperson said yesterday after the that the rafter was spotted in the frigid river a second person was found uninjured the a flood hit as people on the trip were camped at the base of a narrow slot canyon almost 40 miles downstream from where their rafts had launched. And firefighters scrambled to control a fire in southeastern Oregon that is spreading up to four miles a day in windy conditions. WMBF First News Time 633. Officials are looking into the cause of a two-alarm fire in the town of Shenango that damaged a garage attached to a house overnight and kept firefighters on the scene for close to four hours. No injuries are reported after that fire broke out at the home on Wallace Road shortly before midnight. Broom County Emergency Services officials say firefighters from the town of Shenango, Shenango Bridge, and Binghamton were sent to the scene at about 11.49 p.m. They were able to return to their fire stations at about 3.00 30 this morning. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is expected to be interviewed by investigators with the state attorney general's office who are looking into sexual harassment allegations as the probe nears its conclusion. The timing of the interview tomorrow in Albany has been confirmed by people familiar with the case who spoke to Associated Press and other media outlets are also confirming the New York Times reports June Kim and Ann Clark, the two outside lawyers hired to lead the investigation that's being overseen by Letitia James. The state attorney General. General, are expected to interview the governor, according to the Times report. The lawyers have interviewed several women who have accused the Democrat of sexual harassment or misconduct, and recently interviewed senior administration officials. Piles of documents and records, emails, and text messages have been collected as part of the investigation. Cuomo has been accused by several women of inappropriate touching and offensive remarks. He has apologized and said he has learned an important lesson about his behavior around women, but denied any criminal action or wrongdoing. The third-term governor has rebuffed calls for him to step aside. Broome County's Health Department is being recognized for its creativity in dealing with the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. The department has been given the 2021 Gold Innovative Practice Award by the National Association of County and City Health Officials for converting a former B.C. transit bus into a coronavirus mobile testing lab. A longtime public servant in the area is being remembered and continues to give by requesting donations be given in his memory to St. Jude's Children's Hospital or by giving blood. Former Town of Dickinson Councilman and Supervisor and Broome County Legislator Donald Moran passed away on Tuesday at the age of 85. According to the paid obituary placed by the family, the former legislator was an avid sports fan and volunteered for many years at the BC Open and Dick's Sporting Goods Open, as well as coaching youth activities and refereeing basketball and soccer games. It's 6.36, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF. Welcome to First
0: News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Well, Yankees and Red Sox were set to go at it yesterday
2: following the All-Star break as the first Major League game, and that didn't happen. Why? Clubs were supposed to open that four-game series, the only game on the Major League Baseball schedule, but postponed following positive COVID-19 tests among three Yankee pitchers. Uh, Jonathan Loezaga, Nestor Cortez Jr., and Wandy Peralta were the players who tested positive. Yankees manager Brian Cashman said all three pitchers were fully vaccinated. Cashman expects three other players to test positive to today's game also in Jeopardy. And Seattle Mariners pitcher Hector Santiago's 10-game suspension has been upheld by Major League Baseball Special Advisor John McHale Jr. San Diego will start serving the suspension today when the Mariners open their post-All-Star break schedule at the Los Angeles Angels. And Friday's Olympic game, today's game, uh, between the men's basketball team in the United States and Australia and Las Vegas has been canceled due to health and safety protocols.
9: It's not just Team USA. Australia's Olympic delegation has very strict COVID protocols, and they're very concerned about potential exposure. So it's Australia just as much as the U.S.
2: Yeah, The two people were not identified were among six new cases reported at the Tokyo Local Organizing Committee. Uh, that number includes four contractors who are residents of Japan. New York Mets and Marcus May were unable to reach an agreement on a long-term contract. The star safety will now play this season under his franchise tag tender. The sides had until 4 p.m. Thursday to work out a deal. May will make $10.6 million this season and is eligible to become an unrestricted free agent next season. Binghamton Rumble Ponies pulling out last night. They defeated the Altoona Curve in Game 3 of that six-game road trip. Uh, the Ponies are 1-2 and two as they go into Game 4 in Altoona tonight. they will be back home next week. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 640.
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, we mentioned
2: uh, this morning, or this afternoon, I should say, between 2 and 4, there'll be uh Road closures around the Greater Binghamton Airport for the air show. They include Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, Flint Road, Knapp Road, Colb Road, Upper Stella Island Road, and West Shenango Road. That's from 2 to 4 this afternoon. And again this weekend, both day Saturday and Sunday, noon to 4.30 p.m. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, partly sunny today. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, mid-80s, mostly cloudy tonight. Showers and thunderstorms low in the mid to upper 60s. More showers and T-storms for Saturday, high near 80, and mostly cloudy on Sunday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms mid to upper 70s. And right now we're at 70 degrees at WNBF First News Binghamton. It's a Friday morning. We welcome you to the show and thank you for making us a part of it. Doug Mojer along with Kathy White.
0: Good morning to you. Six. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290
5: WNBF. I'm not by the sailor man. The spinach, I me spinach. I pop by
2: the and it is Fresh Spinach Day, so what a way to get kids to eat their spinach. You know, they came up with Popeye, and uh, the fact that uh, when he eats spinach, it makes him real strong, and he can beat up all the goofy guys, the goons and bullies and stuff, you know? I don't know how that would fare today, in today's politically correct world. How would that, you know? I have no idea. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. Popeye the Sailor Man. He's got one eye, so right now he's he's disabled. He smokes a pipe, which smoking is bad for you, and he's duping kids into eating spinach. Plus, plus, Kathy White, he's beating up people.
1: Well, that, yeah.
2: So, you know.
1: Duping I, kids. and But he, the thing is, when he beats up people, it's reluctantly. You know, he's not the one that starts the fight.
2: Well, Bluto had it coming. <laughs>
1: Did you know that this month is considered an unlucky month for weddings?
2: Is it really? It's a, it's a very popular month for weddings.
1: The month of July is the unlucky month for weddings. Hmm. I that was interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't get married in July, but...
2: Uh, neither did I. It was in June, but... I um, got married in, in
1: September.
2: Yeah. September's a popular uh, month for weddings as well. June is very popular. Uh, and even October, people get married. You know,
1: so you were playing the Popeye things because it's Fresh Spinach Day.
2: That's right. Yes, and and
1: like. You know, it's funny if you had told me as a kid that I would like things like spinach, artichokes. Which who who decided to have the name of a food something that has the word choke in it? Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, especially artichokes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, you know, maybe it's just people named Art the Choke. I don't know.
2: But you could choke it. Well,
1: yeah, if you told me as a kid that I'd like that kind of stuff, I would have, you know, thought you were nuts.
2: Well, you know, they're talking now about uh, putting bugs out there, bug, bug-based uh, foods. and well,
1: stuff. Well, yeah, because that is that is a, a good source of protein. Yeah, they were saying the cicadas supposedly are, are related to shrimp, and they supposedly tasted like shrimp. I wasn't about to try it.
2: I know. Come on, eat your bugs.
1: Today is National Personal Chef Day. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean those rich Hollywood types have personal chefs.
2: I have a personal chef, but it, it's it's by really it's by default because she's a better cook than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I still clean up, so um, yeah. So now, Yeah tomorrow's
1: National Yellow Pig Day. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. World Emoji Day and National Lottery Day.
2: Well, Emoji Day, I mean, they're, they're getting more popular than...
1: Yeah, I have to... I don't know. I mean, when I go to put some emojis in because I try to be cool, <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm always looking for one of No, that's not the face I'm making. No, that's not the face I'm making. And then there's the ones that mean other things, and you got to be careful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You do have to be careful with some of that stuff, because, oh, you know, gosh. you could... And, and you have to be careful who you text, Yellow Pig Day. What is National Yellow Pig Day? Uh, we celebrate the number 17 with Yellow Pig Day on July 17th. Wait a minute. Today's? Oh, that's tomorrow, right? Yeah, I said. Uh, it was oh, this might sound like a pork appreciation day. It's actually a day to enjoy the wonders of mathematics and particularly the special properties of the number 17. What does that got to do with? The
1: the... Yellow pigs. I know. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, I, I don't know either, but, uh, you know, I guess you can declare anything a certain day. It was a Roger Neal day back in June. I forgot. I missed it this year. Remember, would they yes. declare a national? Do roger? I remember? It was, I think, it was like the nineteenth or something. It was his
1: last day. Yeah, yeah,
2: something like the nineteenth of June or something like that. So, yeah, we missed it although, this year.
1: Although the village of Johnson City didn't get around until just like a few weeks ago to give him his plaque.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Mayor Demi blamed it on the pandemic. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it could be,
0: could be.
2: But either way, um, if you missed it, it was just uh, a few weeks back our Roger Neal day here in, uh, was it in Johnson City or in Broome County?
1: Or? Um, well, they had uh, Senator Akshar well, we had a Broome County one right. Jason Garner did one, City of Binghamton proclaimed one he got a state proclamation but I don't know if it was c- proclaimed a certain day, but there was a recognition plaque from the state that he got
2: We'll have to
1: I've got a key to the City of Binghamton You do? Yeah, I do does I never open? showed that to you.
2: Uh, I don't remember if you did or not.
1: I asked for it,
2: <laughs> and they gave it to you.
1: Yeah, it was. It was one of the the past mayors that was going out of office and had a whole drawer full of them with his name on them. So
2: <laughs> well, there you go. Here's a key to the city of. England. Yeah, here, here you go. Doesn't open anything, but take oh, it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I, eat your spinach today, fresh spinach day.
1: Now, Roger Neal did get a key to the city of Binghamton for real from a current mayor and everything. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah he's... And it still doesn't open anything.
2: No, but it's, yeah, it's one of those things. It's, I was it's teasing when he
1: got the key to the city that there was a big uh, run on locksmiths to change the locks, but...
2: <laughs> it's symbolic, folks, but uh, <laughs> a, a person that's well worthy of it, so... All right,
1: Foodie uh, Friday today. We got a good one.
2: Not doesn't have with bugs in it, right?
1: Mm. Uh,
2: you're saying mm. I didn't look at it yet, so don't. Uh, I'm gonna have to take well, a peek you know, at it. Well, you
1: know, it's kind of what we were talking about.
2: Oh, okay, all right. But
1: no, it's not cicadas. Oh, by the
2: way, we had donuts from Mike. He brought donuts in for us. Our winner from yesterday.
1: Oh, from the hot tub
2: Yeah, from the, machine thing? Yeah, for the tickets. And and folks, you, just so that you know, we didn't bribe Mike. We didn't give him the tickets. <laughs> because he's us donuts. <laughs> yeah, he won first. So there's no payola over here. We didn't here. know
1: anything about his connection with donuts before. <laughs> That's
2: right. Yet. We did not. And some other goodies that you brought in. But Mike, thank you for that. It was very nice of you. You didn't have to. But we appreciate it because we're all enjoying it this morning. Yes. So, all right. And we're also going to enjoy our consumer and tech update right now. Here's Kim Commando.
6: If you ran Twitter or any other social media platform, what would you do when people begin using emojis as racist insults? I'm Kim Commando with The Answer, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stop Internet service providers from profiting off your data. Get three extra months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. This past Sunday, England's men's soccer team was playing in their first major tournament final in year's. After the game, a wave of racist abuse began aimed at three black English players. Messages began appearing on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram using the monkey and banana emojis. Of course, digital abuse isn't new, especially when it comes to professional sports. But the use of innocent emojis is. For example, an emoji banana or monkey is not inherently racist or insulting. It's the message that it was attached to that was. Worse, Twitter and the other big social media companies don't have any sort of algorithm that can block these racial insults. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Whether you need it for work, school, or a special project, it's very important to have the right printer. The Epson EcoTank is a new type of printer that doesn't use cartridges. Stop buying expensive ink cartridges and save yourself the frustration of replacing ink cartridges ever again. The Epson EcoTank printers have supersized, easy-to-fill ink tanks, and they come with just a ridiculous amount of ink. If you're like me, you've tried rationing your printing to save yourself from replacing those expensive ink cartridges. With the Epson EcoTank, you don't have to worry about running out of ink. So start printing in color all you want. You can kiss expensive cartridges goodbye already. But hurry, because the Epson EcoTank is changing the way people print. It's flying off the shelves. I just love mine. The Epson EcoTank makes it easy. Make the switch today. Add the Epson EcoTank to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. Epson EcoTank printers. Available at Sam's Club, Target, Walmart, and at Epson.com eco
0: up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. and good
2: morning to you. WNBF First News time is six fifty-seven. Partly sunny day today with afternoon showers and thunderstorms possible. Highs will be in the mid-eighties uh, for tonight. Cloudy, showers, t storms again. Mid to upper eighties. Some clouds for the weekend. A chance of showers and thunderstorms Saturday with a high near eighty, and then uh, on Sunday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, mid to upper 70s. And right now, uh, we're sitting at about 70 degrees, so a warm, balmy morning for us right here. Kathy White has the latest local news that's all coming up for you in just a couple of minutes. On this date, 1981, we lost Harry Chapin, died at the age of 38. So we'll Harry Chapin up to uh, our ABC News.
5: It was raining hard in Frisco. I needed one more fare to make my night A lady up ahead waved to flag me down She got in at the light Oh, where you going to, my lady blue It's a shame you ruined your gown in the rain She just looked out the window she said, 16 parks, I think. Something about her was familiar. I could swear I've seen her face before. But she said, I'm sure you're mistaken. And she didn't say anything more. It took a while, but she looked in the mirror Then she glanced at the license for my name A smile seemed to come to her slowly It was a sad smile, just the same And she said, how are you, Harry? I said, how are you, Sue? Through the too many miles the two little smiles I still remember
0: you your trusted source for news and information this is News Radio 1290 WNBS Binghamton and WNBS this is WNBS first news here's Kathy White
1: Good morning. It's 69 degrees at 704. The forecast today... Partly sunny skies, just a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. A high in the mid-80s. Those concerned about the rainfall amounts, except in the higher amounts and thunderstorms, we're looking at less than a tenth of an inch. An attempted murder investigation is underway in northeastern Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania State Police say a SARE woman is charged with attempted homicide following a domestic dispute early yesterday. Authorities say 28-year-old Jennifer Craig is accused of ramming a 41-year-old SARE man several times with their vehicle then exiting the car and continuing to assault him the incident reportedly happened around 1 a.m on july 15th craig is also being charged with aggravated assault simple assault reckless endangerment and harassment the condition of the victim was not being released craig is being held in the bradford county jail on a half million dollar bail Some New York state lawmakers are demanding that Governor Andrew Cuomo lift remaining restrictions for visits at nursing homes, according to a letter sent by two dozen Democratic lawmakers to the governor this week. New York lifted many restrictions on nursing home visits this spring in light of the federal guidance that in part cleared the way for loved ones to hug residents, If both are vaccinated. But some nursing homes in New York are still only allowing one or two visitors at a time to visit loved ones for as little as 30 minutes once or twice a week. Sometimes with hours limited to weekdays. Meanwhile, there's concern about a continued spiral upward in the number of new cases identified in the state over the past few days. That's all believed to be driven by that more contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus. Yesterday, New York reported 956 new cases. That was results for testing for COVID-19. Now on Wednesday, the number of new cases reported was 812. Think back, though, June 30th, the number of new cases reported for the previous day was 290. For the entire month of June, the daily case updates were pretty much all under 500 new cases. U.S. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney is hosting a roundtable discussion today to talk about families that had to stay away from loved ones at long-term care facilities during the pandemic. The Republican from Utica is hosting the session to focus on the proposed Essential Caregivers Act at 11.15 this morning in the Broome County Chamber of Commerce Community Room at SUNY Broome Community College Campus in the town of Dickinson. Tenney is part of a bipartisan group of lawmakers proposing the legislation to protect the rights of residents and caregivers in future Future emergencies. Among the speakers today are the executive director of Elizabeth Church Manor, family members who have had loved ones in care facilities or lost loved ones while under care during the pandemic, former nursing home residents, as well as nursing staff. The corner just west of the Court Street Bridge that was home to Binghamton Optical for decades is about to get a new life as the fourth Red Jug Pub in the state. Co-owner Tom Terwilliger says the tavern at 17 Main Street in downtown Binghamton is prepared to welcome patrons after a delay of over a year. Red Jug Pub currently has locations in Cortland, Brockport, and Oneonta. Terwilliger initially expected the Binghamton site would be open last summer, but the COVID-19 pandemic delayed the project. Now he says he hopes the Binghamton site can open Monday. Williger says 34 people have been hired for the new operation. He expects there will be more before college students return to Binghamton for fall semester. Binghamton Optical closed its doors just over three years ago. The Red Jug Pub owners acquired the property in March of 2019. WMBF News Time 708. A sunny afternoon loss of power may be a bit unexpected, but more than a 1,000 New York State Electric and Gas customers in the town of Dickinson were without power yesterday afternoon in a planned interruption. NYSEG had to turn off electricity so utility crews could do emergency repairs on a transmission line. According to NYSEG, wind from the storms overnight Wednesday and the softened soil conditions resulted in a tree falling onto a power line on Cornell Avenue in Endicott. In order to safely remove the tree and complete the repairs, power to residents had to be turned off and that also affected traffic lights for about three hours or so. One area municipality is taking to social media to try to prevent problems with its waste system. You may not think much about the odds and ends that are flushed down the toilet, but officials in Green are asking residents, please pay more attention, after a large amount of foreign material was pulled out of the village sewage system. Officials in Green recently posted a message on Facebook asking residents not to flush items like baby wipes, feminine hygiene products, cotton balls, cooking oil and paper towels down the toilet, noting there have been an increase in non-flushable items being sent through the system. Accompanied with a post was a picture of some nasty looking stuff. Rags, grease, orange peels, bath towels, plastic wrap from a spool of house wire, all among the items the village officials say they've been pulling out of the system recently. It's seven oh nine, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and
4: WM. The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com BinghamtonAirShow.com This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning, Womkey Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton Airport.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Well, yesterday was the
2: first Major League Baseball game scheduled since the All Star break,
3: and the Yankees were to host the Boston Red Sox. Uh, until this happened. Yankees slugger Aaron Judge among several New York players on COVID protocol postponing the Thursday game against the Boston Red Sox, says Yankees general manager Brian Cashman. We're waiting for lab-based tests to, to give us a, a final official confirm, so um, so we could be as high as six. Yankees manager Aaron Boone noting not all players have gotten shots. I've chosen to get vaccinated. I've encouraged those two, but in the end, that's a deeply personal decision. Three pitchers to. Positive. Jonathan Lewica, Nestor Cortez Jr., and Wandy Peralta. Chuck Sievertson, ABC Sports. And
2: uh, looks like today's game also may be in jeopardy. Uh, this was the eighth COVID-related postponement this season, but the first in nearly three months. Seattle Mariners pitcher Hector Santiago's 10-game suspension has been upheld by Major League Baseball Special Advisor John McHale, Jr. San Diego will start serving the suspension today when the Mariners open their post-All-Star break schedule at the Los Angeles Angels. Also, Binghamton Rumble Ponies pull out a game, a win, I should say, yesterday in Altoona, 4-3 over the curve. Uh, that is the third game of the road trip. They're 1-2 and two in the series so far. Game 4 in Tuna tonight. Ponies return home next week for a six-game series here at Morabito Stadium. And with the COVID concerns, Friday's Olympic men's basketball tune-up between the United States and Australia in Las Vegas has been canceled due to health and safety protocols. USA Basketball cited an abundance of caution in making the decision.
9: It's not just Team USA. Australia's Olympic delegation has very strict COVID protocols and they're very concerned about potential exposure. So it's Australia just as much as the U.S.
2: All right, and Canada's Deputy Chief Public Health Advisor says the Toronto Blue Jays' return to their home ballpark is trending in a very good direction. Dr. Howard Najew would not say when an announcement would be made. Toronto has played its home games this year in Florida and in Buffalo. Because of Canadian travel restrictions related to the coronavirus pandemic, the Blue Jays also played all of their home games in Buffalo last year. The team has applied for an exemption to the travel rules. Najou the said there has been a lot of good back and forth between the Blue Jays and the government over the application. To look at sports, WNBa first news time is seven fourteen
0: traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
2: All right, the Greater Brimington Air Show coming this weekend, and uh, there will be some road closures this afternoon between 2 and 4 p.m. Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, Flint Road, Knapp Road, Colb Road, Upper Stella Ireland Road, and West Shenango Road. And again tomorrow and Sunday, both from noon to 4.30 Local traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the roads are closed. A signed detour route will not be in place during the closure. Emergency vehicles uh, traveling the closure areas are prohibited from employing flashing beacons of any type. So uh, that is going on this weekend and a little later today between 2 and 4 the Greater Binghamton Air Show. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, partly sunny today. Maybe some afternoon showers and thunderstorms, highs in the mid-80s, mostly cloudy tonight. Showers, thunderstorms again, low mid to upper 60s. Tomorrow, clouds, 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high around 80. And Sunday, 50-50, mostly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid to upper 70s. Right now we're at 70 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier, along with Kathy White. We've got tickets to Blood, Sweat, and Tears. They're coming to Tioga Downs on the 29th of this month. So we're going to jump back in the hot tub time machine and play Remember When Trivia. Coming right up, I'm going to give you some events that all happened in the same year. You give us the year, we give you the tickets. That's coming up. Remember When Trivia. Blood, Sweat, and Tears tickets on the way.
5: First day, W-N-B-A.
0: Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions, on News Radio 1290. WNBA
2: Blood, sweat, and tears coming to Tioga Downs on July 29th. And we do have tickets uh, to check out that show. going to be a great show. All the shows at Tioga Downs are great anyway. And uh, we're glad that entertainment is coming back to the area. So we're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to the show on July 29th. The Tioga Downs concert starts at 8 p.m. So we're going to play Remember One Trivia. We're going to jump in the hot tub time machine to give you some events that happened all in the same year. And then we'll take your calls at 772. 772-
5: 1290.
2: Ah, here we go. Getting comfortable in here. We're ready to go. All right. All these events happened in the same year. Casey Anthony was arrested on charges of child neglect. The curious case of Benjamin Button and the movie Step Brothers were both among the movies that year in the box office. The Senate passed the $700 billion bailout known as the Troubled Asset Relief Program. And Obama wins the presidency. What year did all of those happen? 772-1290 is our number. I'll give them to you again. Casey Anthony was arrested on charges of child neglect. The Senate passed a $700 billion bailout, the Troubled Asset Relief Program. Curious case of Benjamin Button and Step Brothers were among the movies that year. And Obama wins the presidency. Let's go to the phone lines. Good morning. Who is this?
7: My name is John.
2: John, you want to take a crack at the year?
7: November 2008, Mr. Obama won the presidency, took office in
2: 2009. So it's 2008, your guess?
7: That is my guess, sir.
2: You are right. You're Yeah. At- <laughs> you got the tickets.
7: And I'm old enough to remember these guys, so that's <laughs>
2: awesome. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Who's this again? What's your first name?
7: John, I just turned 58 yesterday, and uh, I said, man, blood, sweat, and tears. I, I don't have one of their cds but uh every time their song comes up or sometimes you bump or something with it i was like man i gotta get their greatest hits cd
10: or something
2: a slew of hits you know we'll have happy belated birthday john and as a is as a happy belated birthday gift you got a pair of tickets to the show on july 29th at tayoga downs well that's
7: awesome enjoy your <laughs> show every morning you get me to work thank you
2: thank you well hang on the line john i'll get some information from you and tell you how you can get your tickets okay Awesome. Thank you. All right. You bet you. Stand by. All right. Uh, we've got, uh, we'll probably have more tickets coming up in the future, but that's it for this week anyway. But thank you so much. 2008 was the year that all of those events happened. And uh, yeah, we all remember the bailout, that's for sure. And Casey Anthony, and of course, uh, the milestone Obama winning the presidency. Uh, so there you go. All right. And thank you we trying to win those tickets, but uh, John has got them. So, all right, WNBF First News Time, 723. Kathy standing by with local headlines. We'll get to that.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug
2: Mosier, And good morning to you again. Congratulations to John from Binghamton, winner of our... Remember when Trivia 2008 was the year we were looking, we were looking at. And you know, I, to this day, I still have not seen that movie, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I've tried to watch it a couple times. I know he starts off he's a baby, and then he gets older. I think it is. Yeah, that's how it works. Or is it the other way around? It's The other way around. He's older, and then he he starts getting younger. That's what it is. Haven't watched it yet. I, uh, I I've had I have it on video, and a couple of times I've I've attempted to start to watch it, and I don't think it was. Anything particular about the film that turned me off? I just, for some reason, was interrupted each time I tried to watch it. I have seen Step Brothers though, uh, with uh, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. That's hor- that's a hilarious movie. Uh, but anyway, uh, those things of 2008. So it's fun to kind of reminisce and go back and think about different things in time. I used to do that a lot in my other radio life, and I love to play games and have fun with listeners. I mean, because that's really what it's all about. It's all smoke and mirrors as far as, you know, the the theater of the mind, being in the hot tub and stuff. But it's fun, you know, and that's the way radio has always been uh, because you can't see anything. So you kind of paint that illusion in the picture. And in the same time, you have a little fun. And who doesn't like trivia? People love trivia. Even if you don't win, you can guess and guess among your friends and and see if you're right or not. Let's get an entertainment update. (laughs) Entertainment
0: news.
5: How many others are there?
0: Enough. True, the pandemic has lowered the bar for movie release records, but Marvel's Black Widow's still got every reason to celebrate their latest milestone. The flick just crossed the $100 million domestic earnings mark and did it in just six days, faster than any other pandemic-era release. The
10: fight's with you. F9, A Quiet
0: Place Part Two, and Godzilla vs. Kong have also made more than $100 million. Marvel's owned by Disney, parent company of ABC News. Howdy, y'all. Yeah. Apple TV Plus's feel-good comedy Ted Lasso leads all comedy of the Television Critics' Choice Awards with five nominations just days after it scored 20 Emmy nods. Celine Dion's rescheduled the remaining North American dates on her Courage World Tour to next year due to COVID-19 concerns.
10: I'm kind of a big deal. People know me.
0: And Will Ferrell's 54 Friday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News.
2: I knew there was something about Brothers that I like. Will, Fer- Will Ferrell is 54 today, one of my favorite actors. People don't get Will Ferrell. You either get him or you don't. He's very odd, his, his humor. And again, that goes back to uh, the fact that comedy is subjective, uh, and a lot of actors are as well. Some people may not like his humor. Other people find it hilarious. I find it hilarious. The same as uh, Kathy and I both have the common denominator, Monty Python. We find Monty Python hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Because it is hilarious. But other people, my wife has watched some of the Monty Python movies with me, and she's like, I don't get it, you know. And some people don't. It's just the way it is. Again, it's like I said, you know, comedy is definitely subjective. Have you been watching any of the uh, the talent shows, uh, America's Got Talent? Uh, I didn't watch the last one. I DVR'd it. I'll probably try to catch up with it this weekend sometime. But, um, man, some of the talent that they get on those shows is amazing, you know. And the thing I like about that, as opposed to uh, the vocal shows like The Voice and American Idol, who are—they're are, good shows, but it's really a polarized talent show. It's all about singing, you know, and uh, it's really not anything about so, some of these people that can can dance the way they do, and um, I don't know. Uh, there's magicians, and there's people that that uh, do acrobatics. There's people that uh, throw arrows at each other, and I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff. It's it's a very interesting show. I I really enjoy it. I think it's like in its. 10th, 11th, or 12th season, something like that, uh, America's Got Talent, one of the shows that that I enjoy. There are so many out there, and you know they just keep adding more and more shows, and it's like, I can't watch all of these, I'd be sitting home watching TV all the time, I'd weigh 300 pounds and have to wash myself with a rag on a stick, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that.
0: This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It is a fairly clear morning in Binghamton, 69 degrees. Just a 40% chance of some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Seasonable temperatures into the 80s. Firefighters are scrambling to control an inferno in southeastern Oregon that's spreading up to four miles a day in windy conditions as wildfires across the U.S west strain firefighters resources authorities expand evacuations late yesterday along the eastern edge of the bootleg fire currently the largest in the united states and they're worried it could merge with another fire three weeks after the partial collapse of the champlain Towers south and just a few miles inland in florida the residents of a three-story apartment complex have also been evacuated
10: Apartments in Miami-Dade came crashing down onto balconies and the ground below.
6: We hear a big
5: boom. The whole thing was on top of our porch.
10: No one was hurt, but Kaylee Vega and her neighbors have been forced out of the complex while an investigation and repairs are done. Even when they're allowed to return, Kaylee's sister Haley says...
6: No, I'm not going in
1: there.
10: Jim Ryan, ABC News.
1: And that partial collapse of a roof overhang was at the Lakeview Gardens Apartments in Miami-Dade. Officials are looking into the cause of a two-alarm fire in the town of Shenango. The damaged a garage attached to a house overnight and kept firefighters on the scene for close to four hours. No injuries are reported after fire broke out at the home on Wallace Road shortly before midnight. Broom County Emergency Services officials say firefighters from the town of Shenango, Shenango Bridge, and Binghamton were sent to the scene at about 10 minutes to midnight. They were able to get back to their fire stations about 3.30 this morning. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is expected to be interviewed by investigators with the state attorney general's office who are looking into sexual harassment allegations as that probe nears its conclusion. The timing of the interview tomorrow in Albany was confirmed by two people familiar with the case who spoke to Associated Press and other media outlets. The New York Times reports June Kim and Ann Clark, the two outside lawyers hired to lead the investigation that is being overseen by Letitia James, the state attorney general, are expected to interview the governor. According According to the Times report, the lawyers have interviewed several women who have accused the Democrat of sexual harassment or misconduct and recently interviewed senior administration officials. Piles of documents and records, emails, and text messages have been collected as part of the investigation. Cuomo has been accused by several women of inappropriate touching and offensive remarks. He has apologized and said that he has learned an important lesson about his behavior around women, but denied any criminal action or wrongdoing. The third term governor has rebuffed calls to step aside over those allegations. WMBF First News Time 733. Firm County's Health Department is being recognized for its creativity in dealing with the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. The department's been given the 2021 Gold Initiative Practice Award by the National Association of County and City Health Officials for converting a former B.C. transit bus into a coronavirus testing lab. As the pandem- pandemic began to spread in the southern tier in march of last year the county emergency health and government officials determined a key to getting control of the crisis was through an early identification of clusters and to address those outbreaks with follow-up quarantines and case tracking in order to do that more testing was going to be needed in specific geographic areas county officials came up with the idea of converting a public transit bus into a mobile lab where on-site covid tests could be rapidly processed moving on in a few days to other areas where residents may not have rapid testing readily available The bus, overseen and staffed through a partnership of community stakeholders and personnel from several county departments, provided 6,174 tests. The award comes along with a $7,000 in-kind contribution of public health services. The Broome County Health Department also receives a complimentary registration to the conference's annual event. A longtime public servant in the area is being remembered and continues to give by requesting donations to be given in his memory to St. Jude's Children's Hospital or by giving blood. Former town of Dickinson councilman and supervisor and Broome County legislator Donald Moran passed away on Tuesday. He was 85. According to a paid obituary placed by the family, the former legislator was an avid sports fan and volunteered for many years at the BC Open and Dick Sporting Goods Open, as well as coaching youth activities and refereeing basketball and soccer games. It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, and WMBF
11: like most local businesses, your biggest challenge has been finding people to hire. And that's why we're holding a live in-person job fair on August 18th at the Oakdale Mall. It's time to put Binghamton back to work. Our five local radio stations reach over 150,000 people along with another 95,000 people on Facebook, giving you an unmatched ability to put your career opportunities in front of people who are ready to work. The deadline is Wednesday, August 11th, so call Bard Mania, Town Square Media, Binghamton at 772-8400 extension 202 And let the Twin Tiers know you're hiring.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Well,
2: not much to report because there wasn't any baseball after all yesterday. Yankees were supposed to host the Red Sox, but three players on the Yankees pitching staff tested positive for COVID 19, so the game was postponed. And today's game also may be in jeopardy. This is the eighth COVID-related postponement this season, but the first in nearly three months. And likewise for the Olympic men's basketball team, today's tune-up between the United States and Australia in Las Vegas has been canceled due to health and safety protocols. USA Basketball cited an abundance of caution in making the decision. Binghamton Rumble Ponies one out last night. They win on the road against the Altoona Curve 4-3. to three third game in their six-game road trip series. They are one and two in the series. Game four tonight in Altoona. Ponies return home next week for a six-game series here at Morabito Stadium. That is a look at sports.
0: WNBF First News time, 738. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
2: All right, for today, partly sunny. Afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-80s. Mostly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, lows in the mid to upper 60s. On Saturday, more clouds and showers, and a high right around 80. And then for Sunday, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, highs in the mid to upper 70s. Right now, it's 70 degrees. WNBF First News, Binghamton.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And today's
2: recipe does not contain spinach. Well, maybe it does. I don't know. It's Foodie Friday, by the way, and uh, we're waiting for Kathy White to come in to tell us what the Foodie Friday recipe is for today. I see it, but I don't want to reveal it because I want Kathy to reveal it.
1: Well, I mean, I've always said, who thought certain types of food that we really, a lot of them delicacies, who thought that it would be a good idea to eat this stuff?
2: Uh, uh, Somewhere along the line they came up with it and said they were probably really hungry and said, hmm.
1: Well, and you asked me if the recipe had anything to do with bugs because we were talking about bugs. Well, if you look at shrimp, they kind of look like sea bugs. They're seawater bugs. Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Especially prawns. You ever look at those prawns? prawns those things are,
1: are quite large, but they're basically yeah. shrimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's so. Anyway, I had some um Gulf shrimp. They're a little more of a delicate flavor, and uh, I, I like to get. Uh, sustainable stuff. And if I can, that is sourced off, you know, the United States, that you know where it's coming from. And, and seafood, it can be tricky. There's a lot of debate about farm race and stuff like this. But this is, is wild caught fresh Gulf shrimp supporting the, the fisher people down in the Gulf Coast area. And I had rosemary growing in my garden. Mm-hmm. So I decided just really simple because a lot of people like that. Everyone talks about five ingredients. Well, if you don't count the salt and pepper in this, it's four ingredients. And it can be put together in like a matter of minutes. Now, I I had the zest of a lemon, the finely diced up fresh rosemary which you can really see in the picture Mm -hmm. and some salt and pepper and the thawed shrimp and just put that all together in a bag and let it sit so the flavors all got in together and grilled it off and you're talking a very healthy recipe um i'd like to serve it with rice but i actually got this really neat stuff that i found in a local grocery that are um potato au gratin yeah. patties. They look like little hockey pucks. And I'm a real fan of <laughs> sweet potatoes. So we decided to try these sweet potato au gratin patties, and they were super good, and they really went well with this. But for people that are looking for a real fast recipe, and something they can make for just a few people, or you can expand the recipe to make it for a whole bunch, then this is my recipe this week for Foodie Friday. It is a lemon rosemary grilled shrimp, and fresh herbs are really in season now, a lot Lot of them are very beneficial for you, as well as some of the um, other seasonings and herbs and spices and things like that. And if you want to know what's good for you, kind of help out your immune system or your cholesterol or that kind of stuff, your high blood pressure, we suggest you go visit our friends at Down to Earth Whole Foods on Grant Avenue in Endicott. Johan and the gang, they know about all that stuff. Um, I was reading something recently about... Um, I think it was on Jeopardy about uh, why honey doesn't spoil some of the, the chemical makeup of honey, of why it doesn't spoil. Well, the people at Down to Earth Whole Foods, they know about the health benefits of honey. They sure do. And all the different kinds of, of flavors and nuances and things like that. So go and see them. They're open seven days a week over there on Grant Avenue in Endicott. Check them out on Facebook. You know, follow them on Twitter. If you don't feel like going in the store, they have curbside pickup. They have delivery. Make sure you say hi to the whole gang and, and see what they've got fresh and in stock with the produce that's coming in and locally sourced products and things that are good for your health. Down to Earth Whole Foods, Three Great Avenue in Endicott.
2: I always wondered whoever invented Rosemary's name, if their name really was Rosemary.
1: I don't know wherever that came from.
2: I'm just curious on it, you know.
1: I mean, I wouldn't know things like Tarragon or any yeah. of that either. That yeah. sounds like a space alien. It does. We come from Tarragon. <laughs> 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 it does. <laughs> and this is my daughter, Marjoram. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, check out Kathy's recipes. She has a bunch of those archived as well at WNBF.com, and there's some delicious ones there. Maybe you're looking for something for a party or a gathering. She's got a lot of great ideas.
1: And we even dipped into the old WNBF cookbook from decades gone by. You might see some more recipes from that yeah. pop up. Who knows?
2: Absolutely. Check it out WNBF. Starts recording.
12: Day. Day. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? Friday Welcome to the show that we're doing right now Friday.
0: This show is not high on my list of priorities Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
2: We are getting ready for the weekend, and our weekend lineup, of course, includes Southern Tier close-up tomorrow morning at 6.03 a.m. with Kathy White. 15-minute public affairs show we air weekly for you. And then Bill Flynn from the classic Hits show from 8 to 2 tomorrow, followed by Ron and Annie in the car, Dr. 2 to 4 p.m., and Don Giovanni will be in the studio live tomorrow for his Frank Sinatra show tomorrow night, 6 to 9 p.m. Music and conversation with Don Giovanni and lots of Sinatra. And then on Sunday morning, we do it again with the Bill Flynn Polka show from 7 to noon. And Bill will be out at the Greater Binghamton Air show at 10 a.m. that uh, Sunday morning as well, doing some broadcasts out there. Uh, following his Polka show at noon, Don Giovanni back in here again for the Italian Oldies house party from noon to 3. we got Gary Campbell. Gary Campbell. Gary Sullivan. I don't know why I was saying that. Gary Sullivan from 4 to 7 on Sunday afternoon with the At Home Show, Home Improvement. Uh, you can find out a lot of tips and information. People, A lot of people doing home improvement this time of year. And uh, Gary has some great ideas for you and always takes your phone calls as well. But it's really interesting just to listen to the people that call in uh, with the issues there. Uh, they're coming up again, so when it comes to home improvement, you'll learn a lot of things, you know. We've got Kim Commando with consumer and tech updates for you, too, on Sunday night. We do things again on Monday morning as we move a little furniture around uh, this Monday. And uh, we'll elaborate on that at a later date. But uh, right now... Twitter is dropping one of their features. The latest from ABC's Alex Stone.
11: Twitter feature designed for your fleeting thoughts was pretty fleeting itself. Last November, Twitter introduced a feature called Fleets, letting users post, quote, ephemeral content that would automatically disappear after 24 hours. In gadgets, Carissa Bell says it was designed to appeal to Twitter users who didn't post that much.
6: They thought if there was a more, they've described it as a low-pressure way
0: to, you know, engage with the platform, then maybe it would get those people to actually post more.
11: In practice, however...
0: But I guess that that hypothesis turned out to be wrong, and they said that people who use fleets
1: most were the people who were already tweeting the most.
11: This week, Twitter announced it would be phasing out fleets in the beginning of August, but Bell says a saga may have helped Twitter learn more about ephemeral content. So I think we could still see some, some influence from this going forward. Twitter itself acknowledged the mixed response to fleets this week, ending its announcement with we're sorry or you're welcome with tech trends of Alex Stone ABC News.
2: Thank you Alex. By the way check out uh, the article I put up uh, this morning on the uh, Binghamton Flashback article, Remembering the Triplets. There's some pictures in there that I think you might enjoy if you uh, remember the triplets. Even if you don't remember the triplets uh, you probably would enjoy looking at some of the old memorabilia and uh, some information about it uh, and the team that was here prior to uh, any other Eastern League team we had. It was many years. Uh, It was from the late 60s until uh, the 90s, probably 30 years almost before we had another team in here. So uh, revisit that, the Binghamton Flashback article, Remembering the Triplets, at WNBF.com. And while you're there, check out all the other interesting articles that we have. And we're always updating things and putting up new information for you as well. All right, WNBF.com. Fun facts coming up, 70 degrees.
5: First is Binghamton. Time
2: And welcome once again to uh, WNBF News Radio 1290. Coming up next hour in the studio, joining me, Paul Sinawa, and I believe Jack Seaman from CHOW are going to be here. We're going to talk about an event they have coming up uh, in probably about 15 or 20 minutes. Oh, that's the wrong one. What are we doing here? Where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay, sorry. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction. With a little help from America's most cantankerous judge,
7: it's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. And
2: we've got five fun facts for you.
7: Don't give me baloney. Why? Because I don't like baloney.
2: Well, you may have a little mustard on that as well. Hopefully, you do like mustard? Who cares? All right, let's start with uh, question number one, fun fact number one. I'm sorry. These are fun facts. This is an interesting one. In the history of Christmas movies, there has never been a Christmas movie nominated for an Oscar. In the history of Christmas movies, there's never been a Christmas movie nominated for an Oscar. What do you think?
7: That's baloney.
2: You don't look any farther than It's a Wonderful Life in 1946, Miracle on 34th Street, 1947, and The Bishop's Wife, also in 1947. The only three Christmas movies ever nominated for a Best Oscar Picture. Fun fact number two, in the original book, The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy's slippers were not ruby. In the original book, The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy's slipperware was not ruby slippers.
11: That's the truth.
2: Yeah, they were silver. I guess ruby, probably they did it when they did the colorized version because ruby looks a little better on film than silver. I'm just guessing. Fun fact number three, studies have shown that people over the age of 60 have a 14% higher chance of dying on their birthday than on any other day. Studies have shown that people over 60 have a 14% higher chance of dying on their birthday than on any other day. What do you think?
11: That's the truth.
2: Due to increased stress on birthdays, heart attacks, strokes, falls, and suicides are all more likely. Fun fact number four, the pigeon... The pigeon was the first bird domesticated by man more than 4,000 years ago. The pigeon was the first bird domesticated by man more than 4,000 years ago. What do you think?
7: That's baloney.
2: Now, the goose. The goose was the first bird domesticated by man more than 4,000 years ago in Egypt. The goose, not the pigeon. Although they did use pigeons to transfer messages and stuff back, not that far back though. And fun fact number 5, President Bill Clinton was the first American to own a si- first American president to own a Siamese cat. President Bill Clinton was the first American president to own a Siamese cat. What do you think?
7: That's baloney.
2: Now, it was President Ruth Rutherford B. Hayes, first American to own a Siamese cat. The cat was a gift to the president and first lady from the American consul in Bangkok, believe it or not. Clinton never did. I did not have a Siamese cat. I did never. I never had feline cats in my office. I had socks. That's about it. All right. Anyway. (laughs) Watch it now. Careful now final hour together. Uh, We're going to make it a good one, too, this final hour. Special guests back in the studio again. Boy, it's nice to have people back in here again, you know? Looking forward to it, looking forward to the weekend, the Lumberjack Festival, also the Conklin Field Days. Somebody had told me they're going on this weekend as well. So uh, a shout out to all. We used to do that every year, to go there. So there's a lot of things to do this weekend. You know, the Lumberjack Festival in Deposit as well, Conklin Days out there. And our Greater Binghamton Air Show, which hopefully will go off without a hitch. We had to have a little bit of rain in the forecast, but it's kind of intermittent here and there. So hopefully in between all of that, they'll be able to uh, do the show because, boy, that's going to be a lot of fun. And more information at Greater Binghamton Air Show. Let's see, where is the, the information right here, the website? It's uh, BinghamtonAirShow.com. BinghamtonAirShow.com is where you can go to get ticket information and everything, too. And we'll have information for you on street closings in that area coming up, too. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. We're at 70 degrees right now. Good morning.
3: It's 8 a.m.
12: Here's the latest from ABC News. I'm Ike Ajayi. The increase in coronavirus cases in many areas has led to the return of mask mandates in Los Angeles County. They'll be required in all indoor public spaces beginning Saturday night, regardless of vaccination status. This L.A. resident is glad. It's really important to, to take the 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 care and the caution to, to, to make sure it's not spreading,
5: especially to the most vulnerable part, like members of society.
12: Yeah. A week from the start of the Summer Olympics, a USA basketball game against Australia in Las Vegas scheduled for tonight was canceled because of health and safety protocols, while last night's Major League Baseball game between the New York Yankees and Boston Red Sox was postponed because of positive cases within the Yankees organization. At the White House Thursday, President Biden weighed in on the unrest in Cuba. He says the U.S. is considering possible action to help, but that current sanctions are unlikely to be lifted.
2: There are a number of things that we would consider doing to help the people of Cuba, but they would require a different circumstance or a guarantee that they would not be taken
12: advantage of by the government. The president also said he's confident his infrastructure bill will pass Congress. In the western U.S., wildfires are burning in about a dozen states. The largest, the Bootleg Fire in southern Oregon, is forcing more evacuations. It's growing by as much as four miles per day. And ABC's Kana Whitworth says it's early in the fire season.
6: The National Weather Service is warning that the coming heat wave could break more records and fuel more fires and will definitely bring more triple-digit temperatures. Nearly two-thirds of the west is in exceptional or extreme drought, the highest number since the government started keeping track in, 1999.
12: in Europe, over 100 people have been killed by flooding in Germany and Belgium. Over 100 are still missing. This is ABC News.
7: If the pandemic's taught us anything, it's that the easiest way for germs to get into your body is the nose. We all know how to wash our hands, but how do you clean your nose? For over 2 million Americans, the answer is Navage Nasal Care. Navage uses powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, and germs that cause congestion, colds, and flu, so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Better yet, Navaj is all-natural and drug-free. That's why one of America's top respiratory hospitals recommends nasal irrigation to stay healthy, explaining that bacteria and viruses thrive in warm and moist environments, and that you can wash away those germs so they don't make your nose their home. Experience Navaj at zero risk. Go to Navaj.com, buy Navaj, and use it for a month. If you're not delighted, return it for a full refund. There's nothing to lose and a lifetime of better breathing to gain. Also available at Target, Walgreens, CVS, Bed Bath, and Rite Aid. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E. A
12: A Russian prison rights monitor says one of two ex-U.S. Marines being held in Moscow has reportedly been transferred to a prison camp. During their summit last month, President Biden and Russian leader Vladimir Putin discussed the detention of Trevor Reed and the second former Marine as part of a possible prisoner exchange. Due in court today, NFL star Richard Sherman after an incident Wednesday. New video released. ABC's Andrew Dinbert.
11: Police say the six and a half hour ordeal began after Sherman consumed two bottles of liquor and became aggressive. His wife then calling 911. Sherman then driving away from their home. A short time later, police say he crashed into a construction barrier, abandoned his car and then walked to his in-laws home trying to force his way in, ramming the door with his shoulder. Sherman got the door partially open. Prosecutors say his father-in-law was so afraid
12: he had a gun ready. and even fired pepper spray at Sherman. Ike Jachi, ABC News.
4: This is
0: WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It's 8:04. We'll have some sunshine around today, fairly seasonable temperatures, getting up into the mid 80s. Still a 40% chance of some showers and thunderstorms, keeping an eye on that, as the ground is very saturated. Currently 71 degrees in Binghamton. An attempted murder investigation is underway in northeastern Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania State Police say a SARE woman is charged with attempted homicide following a domestic dispute early yesterday. Authorities say 28-year-old Jennifer Craig is accused of ramming a 41-year-old SARE man several times with her vehicle, then exiting the car and continuing to assault him. The incident reportedly happened around 1 a.m. on July 15th. Craig is also being charged with... with aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangerment, and harassment. The condition of the victim was not released. Craig is being held in the Bradford County Jail on $500,000 bail. Some New York state lawmakers are demanding that Governor Andrew Cuomo lift remaining restrictions for visits at nursing homes, according to a letter sent by two dozen Democratic lawmakers to the governor. New York lifted many restrictions on nursing home visits this spring in light of federal guidance that in part cleared the way for loved ones to hug residents if both are vaccinated. But some nursing homes in New York are still only allowing one or two visitors at a time to visit loved ones for as little as 30 minutes once or twice a week, and sometimes that's only on weekdays. Meanwhile, there's concern about a continued spiral upward in the number of new cases being identified in the state over recent days, believed to be driven by the more contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus. Yesterday, New York reported 956 new positive test results for COVID-19. Wednesday, the number of new cases reported was 812. But back on June 12th, the number of new cases reported from the previous day was at 290. U.S. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney is hosting a roundtable discussion today to talk about families that had to stay away from loved ones at long-term care facilities during the pandemic. The Republican from Utica is hosting the session to focus on the proposed Essential Caregivers Act. At 11.15 this morning at the Broome County Chamber of Commerce Community Room at the SUNY Broome Community College campus in the town of Dickinson, Tenney is part of a bipartisan group of lawmakers proposing the legislation to protect the rights of residents and caregivers in future emergencies. Among the speakers today are the executive director of Elizabeth Church Manor, family members who have had loved ones in care facilities or lost loved ones while under care during the pandemic, former nursing home residents, and staff. WMBF, First News Time, 8.07. The corner just west of the Court Street Bridge that was home to Binghamton Optical for decades is about to get a new life as the fourth Red Jug Pub in the state. Co-owner Tom Terwilliger says the tavern at 17 Main Street in downtown Binghamton is prepared to welcome patrons after a delay of over a year. Red Jug Pub currently has locations in Cortland, Brockport, and Oneonta. Terwilliger initially expected the Binghamton location would be in operation last summer, but the COVID-19 pandemic delayed the project. Now he says he hopes the Binghamton site can be open on Monday. Terwilliger says 34 people have been hired. He expects there will be more before college students return to Binghamton for the fall semester. Binghamton Optical closed its doors just over three years ago. The Red Jug Pub owners acquired the property in March of 2019. WMBF First News Time 808. A sunny afternoon loss of power may be a bit unexpected, but more than a 1,000 New York State Electric and Gas customers in the town of Union were without electric service yesterday afternoon in a planned interruption. NYSEG had to turn off the power so utility crews could safely do emergency repairs on a transmission line. According to NYSEG, wind from the storms overnight Wednesday and the softened soil conditions resulted in a tree falling onto a power line on Cornell Avenue in Endicott. In order to safely remove the tree and to Complete the necessary repair. Power in that area was temporarily shut off starting at 12:30 yesterday afternoon. The utility said about 1,300 customers had to be affected by the outage, and also it affected the operation of some traffic lights. A Niseg spokeswoman said that the power was just back on before 3:30 yesterday afternoon. Ross Park Zoo is dedicating a memorial garden and animal habitat tomorrow to a longtime volunteer who passed away over the winter from COVID-19. The garden in the memory of Esther Griffin will be officially opened at 2.30 p.m. at the zoo on Morgan Road on the south side of Binghamton. It's 809, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com.
4: The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com. BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Steam carpet cleaning, Wapke Rock products, and ZMK construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton. Weekday mornings, 9 till noon for Binghamton Now.
0: Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. WNBF! This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. And
2: good morning to you, and we welcome... It's always nice to have people in the studio with us, you know, because we haven't had people in here for so long. So finally, we get to actually look at people face-to-face instead of talking to them on the phone. It's a whole different picture here. Paul Cinewa is with us right now from the Binghamton Philharmonic. And Mike... What's your last name, Mike? Leahy. Leahy. (laughs) Like, I don't know that. Yeah. Mike Leahy is with us as well. Uh, you guys have something special you kind of uh, created a synergy and teamed up with. Uh, and I think this is really cool. And Paul and I were talking about uh, the Concerts in Every Corner. So who wants to start? Give us a little background. Paul? I'll
8: give you a little background, Doug. Um, so Concerts in Every Corner started out last summer as a uh, an opportunity for our musicians to play during the pandemic. We had this idea of getting our musicians as soloists to do pop-up concerts throughout the tri-cities and everyone remembers last summer with uh the unrest around the george floyd killing and so on that we also started to look at this as an opportunity for us to reach communities that we don't normally reach so instead of just putting our musicians into the usual spots we said well let's reach into the community and find some locations so in the process last year we got to know a lot of our local organizations that we normally wouldn't have connected with. Bring that to this year, we can now announce these concerts. That's why we're on the air because last year there were pop-ups and they were we really couldn't tell people to come because of gatherings and so on. And uh, and we've continued our, our mission of reaching into areas we normally wouldn't Put our musicians, and uh, that's why we're talking about greater good today.
2: You know, and it's nice that you mentioned coming out and hitting different communities and communicating because I think mean, communication is so important. But also, music is a great communicator. You know, so I know your your next one coming up, and this is where we're going to lead in with Mike is going to be at the Greater Good Grocery. First of all, I got to tell you, as an old North Sider, I'm glad to see this.
9: Oh, I'll tell you what, we are so happy this market uh, has finally opened. It's been years in uh, in the making, and you know, since the beginning, this uh, this this store was open through partnerships, and partnerships with the community, partnerships with other organizations, and we just see this as a continuation of that partnership, just trying to bring as many good things to our community as, as possible.
2: You know, as we talk about the concerts, uh, give us a little background on, on the on the store, what's what it has to offer, kind of a little picture of what it's it, about.
9: Sure, sure. So, basically, we've been open since January, and uh, we are looking at ways to serve our community. Uh, Every day, Jack, who is the manager there, is meeting with customers hearing the things that uh, they would like to see in the store. And uh, we're trying to bring really healthy, affordable food access to the north side and, and just to the county in general, you know. So the goal is to stock the shelves with things that people want have access to affordable, healthy foods and to be open when the community uh, needs us most. One of the nice things about the market is that once we're up and running and we become profitable, the proceeds go back into supporting the programs of the Groom County Council of Churches, which is CHOW, which is a food bank locally, uh, Faith in Action, which serves older adults, and our hospital and jail ministry programs, which serve people during really difficult times of their lives. Yeah, well, I'm sure the store has been very, very uh, happily
2: received after so many years of not having one. I was telling Paul that uh, I remember, uh, of course, uh, the Grand Union and, the, and some of the other stores and even the Northside Market, which was down the street a little ways. Uh, so it's nice to have this store. What are some of the things people are saying about, about your store?
9: You know, people are really thankful for the access to healthy foods and uh, fresh fruits and vegetables specifically. You know, I also lived on the Northside when the Grand Union shut, and I remember mm-hmm. how difficult it was to find access to to affordable foods. Um, So people are really thankful. One of the other things that's really nice is because we keep our prices really low, people are able to stretch their food dollars. So you, you, you often will get more at the Greater Good Grocery than going shopping at one of the larger stores. And the kickback, honestly, is that it supports other community services. So we've had a lot of positive feedback about the store.
2: And is it open 24 hours? or Not certainly? 24
9: hours. It's open Monday through Friday 10 to 6 and Saturday 10 to 4.
2: Alright, you can stop by and see that. Uh, they're located at 435 State Street in Binghamton. And this Thursday, or I mean this coming Wednesday, next Wednesday, you're going to get a chance to hear a flutist too. Talk right. to us about that.
8: Nina Stutzman is one of our uh, flutists with the orchestra and she's one of our local residents who play with the orchestra. She lives and Vestal, and um, she, uh, like our other musicians who've participated in, in this, have pulled together a program of music, solo music for their instrument, which is a really unusual way to hear instruments. We've had, you know, French horn, cello, flute, uh, and bassoon in this series, and that that's unusual because it's an opportunity to hear the repertoire written for these solo instruments but also be up close with a musician. And these are pros, you know, these are really good musicians. Um, so it's a really nice opportunity for the community. It's free, um, and we, we just love this partnership. It's great, and it's been well received by the public? Absolutely, we had a nice uh, showing at Rec Park uh, this past Wednesday, and uh, you know, people brought chairs. We're, we're just so happy that we can announce these, you know? <laughs> so, so to get an audience to actually uh, come out. So, um, and I just see the the just how wonderful this is to collaborate with organizations like greater good because it really connects the community our people audience tends to be music people and your your audience is food people which is of course everyone um, and uh, but to bring them together and uh, sort of share our, our missions in some
5: ways
9: absolutely
2: yeah and I'm sure with everything that's gone on the last year and a half it's it's a welcome sight to have actually uh, physical contact with people to see uh, and you've been at different places Binghamton Housing Authority Rec Park you mentioned and of Course, the Greater Good Grocery next Wednesday, and then you're on to Columbus Park and uh, Noma. Noma. That's
8: the North of Main Street Neighborhood mm-hmm. Association.
2: Excellent. That's that really. I'm, I'm, now, are they going to be inside the store, outside the if store? If it
8: rains, she'll be inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and we don't want <laughs> so a want wet great flu. weather.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and talk to us about uh, uh, the, uh, the chamber shows that you're having.
8: Yeah, we. Um you know, a lot of our activities this summer, and we have a lot, we've had five of these concerts in every corner, and we also have a summer chamber music series. Mm-hmm. A lot of this was built around giving work to our musicians, and particularly our wind players, because we did small concerts with our strings last year because they can play masked, also our percussionists. But the winds are the ones, in, for musicians in this pandemic, they're the ones who really had it tough because you can't play with a mask on. Um, so we really opened up these opportunities for our wind players, and part of this is our summer chamber music series. This is a, a series of three concerts, three pairs of concerts, where on Saturdays we're in Binghamton. Um, And on Sundays, we're in green. We thought we'd like to have a rural location in the series, so you could go for a Sunday drive. This Saturday is our first concert in the series, and this is a free one. Um, We'll be at the north of Main Street uh, Community Center, which is on the corner of uh, Walnut and Main Street. And it's an outdoor concert. It looks like rain, but we have a rain venue, so we'll be inside the church right on that corner, Salvation Temple. Uh, It's a free concert. Or if you want to come to green at 3 o'clock on Sunday. and Oh, and who's playing? It's a brass quintet, the BPO brass. Awesome. What a great opportunity because the brass section in our orchestra—they sit in the back of the orchestra. You don't get to see these guys up up close. They're playing a program they're calling "Music of the Americas." So we have North and South American music. I think Tico Tico's on the program, um, and uh, it's, it's just a fun program. Uh, it's a great way to hear music up close, come to the concert. We have, uh, we're have we actually handing out ticket vouchers, so if people want to use those vouchers to buy tickets to another Chamber Music concert or one of our season concerts that's coming up in September, you can do that. We've also partnered with a local chef-entrepreneur, Gab's Gifted Kitchen, and she'll be preparing food out of the Noma Community Center and hopefully we'll be picnicking on the lawn, but if not, people can pick up food after, uh, after the concert. I see a food theme here, right? Yeah, there's absolutely a food theme. Because, <laughs> well, if music be the food of <laughs> love, sing on, says so Shakespeare. Great partnership. Yeah,
2: It is. And and Mike, when we talk about uh, the greater good grocery, uh, is there anything you're in need of? I don't know how you you have volunteers or do you have uh, regular employees over there?
9: We, we have regular employees. Uh, Jack is always looking for new employees who uh, have a heart to serve the community. Uh, mm-hmm. We're looking to add jobs through uh, for people who uh, live on the north side of Binghamton. There's a, a preference here to have local community sure. members working in the store. Mm-hmm. You know, really, honestly, it is just going out to check the store out if you haven't been there and, you know, talk with Jack about the things or the other the other uh, team members there about the things that you'd like to see in the store and just realizing that uh, when you shop there, you're reinvesting in our community and you're helping make our community a better place.
2: Yeah, it's definitely nice to see that back there on the north side as well. And and yeah, and if somebody's interested in maybe employment, do they just go to the store and talk to Jack? Or?
9: Yeah, yeah, you could go to the store and talk to Jack or reach out to the Broome County Council of Churches and you could ask for Jessica. She's our, our human resource person.
2: Beautiful. And Paul, if people are interested in finding out more about uh, the concerts in every corner, about the chamber shows, what's the best way to, to do that?
8: Um, they can visit our website, BinghamtonPhilharmonic.org or call our box office at 607-723-3931. Um, we'll be announcing if we're moving to our rain venue by noon on Saturday. I think it's likely, unfortunately. Um, and same with the green concert. We'll be announcing by noon on Sunday. So people can check that out if they're wondering where we'll be.
2: And please keep us informed. And if, even if you want to leave a sheet with us here we'll make sure we keep it here in the in the control room Absolutely. to let people know what's going on and what you guys are doing and mike likewise if things are coming up uh, with greater good grocery we we definitely want
8: to let people know about it
9: yeah thank you
2: you bet anything else you guys anything we, um, we didn't well, touch on thank
8: you so much for having us this is you know i i so excited about greater good i i always say that to be an american requires so much personal capital you need a car to get around you need a phone Now in this neighborhood, you don't need a car to go to the supermarket. So it's really a wonderful thing.
2: Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Paul Sinoway and Mike Leahy. Mike, you're uh, what is your title again? I forget. Director of development. That's what I couldn't, I, I, you know, I'm good, not good with titles. In fact, I don't think I had Paul's title. I'm executive either. director. Executive so. director.
13: We're all directors. It's, yeah. the,
2: it's the reward for good work, fellas. More work. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
13: exactly.
11: But
2: keep up the good work, really, and it's nice that you're breathing some life into the community with music, and Mike, likewise, uh, with the greater good on the north side. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. you. Bet. Thank you guys both. All right, we'll be right back. Kathy's going to be checking headlines for us coming up. WNBF Time 8.
0: Welcome to First Walk News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 <laughs>
2: WNBS. I'm telling there's poltergeists that have taken over this computer this morning. It's just, it doesn't work right. You hit one button and the other one goes on. You don't know what's going on here. Where's my IT guy? Yeah, it's nice to have folks in the studio. It's nice to have guests back in here, though. I I had talked with Paul Sinoa before uh, on the phone, and of course I know Mike Leahy as well, and it was just nice to have them both in here talking about uh, the concerts in every corner that they're going on around the greater Binghamton area right through uh, into August. And uh, you're going to get a chance to see a flutist, a bassoonist, a cellist. You know, they've had uh, French horn. And it's just, uh, it's nice to see the arts being promoted and and moving around in in our area and communicating with the folks here in our community as well. So, we got a lot of things going on. As I mentioned, the Deposit Lumberjack Festival this weekend. We have the Conklin Field Days. We have the uh, Greater Binghamton Air Show coming up too at the Broome County Greater Binghamton Airport, I should say. And uh, that gets underway tomorrow. They're going to be doing some things up there that is going to cause some of the roads in that area to be shut down, and I wanted to, uh, again, alert you to that to let you know uh, it's going to be happening today and then again tomorrow and Sunday for today from 2 to 4 p.m., and then Saturday and Sunday both from noon to 4.30 p.m. The following roads, there'll be closures. uh, Brigham Road, Commercial Drive, Flint Road, Knapp Road, Colb Road, Upper Stella Ireland Road, West Shenango Road, Uh, and all local traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the roads are closed. Uh, And that's not going to play well probably for people in the area, at least if you know about it, that's for sure. And I'm sure they've alerted people to the fact. But on the plus side of it, you're going to get to see a really good air show. You're going to be up close and personal. Uh, There are tickets available. You can find out more information if you go to BinghamtonAirShow.com. Performances are noon to 4, both Saturday and Sunday, and the gates open at 930 and uh, it's going by. They're calling it a drive-through event, and what they mean by that is you're not actually driving through uh, to watch the show. You're driving in uh, in the car, and that's how you get in. It's one price per car load, and once you're in there, there'll be a designated area uh, where you can go and get out of your car and enjoy. The, the air show, which features the United States Air Force Thunderbirds in their F-16s. Amazing, amazing machines. They're just incredible to watch. Uh, United States Air Force A-10 Thunderbolt demo will be going on. Kathy mentioned they'll have the Sky Riders up, out there. Also, the U.S. Army Golden Knights parachute team will be there. And you can find out more about the lineup, when the lineup's going to happen. There's a performance lineup. It's all on their website, BinghamtonAirShow.com. And that gets underway tomorrow from noon to 4, both tomorrow and Sunday. And gates will open at 9.30, so you can get there early if you want to. Make a day of it, you know, enjoy it, kick back and, uh, and watch the air show. I love I love those air shows. Like I said, they're a lot of fun, and I'll definitely be watching that. I won't be too far away, so I'll have a good view. Those of you who live around the area, that will have a good view as well. But you won't get to see everything unless you're in uh, the airport, obviously, that's where they have a lot of the demonstrations and things going on. So there you have that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the Lumberjack Festival and Deposit is something that's been going on for years. And, uh, of course, with, with the COVID and with the pandemic, they didn't have it. And now it's back again. And a lot of people are excited about uh, the events and the fun I always like the funnel cakes, even though I probably shouldn't be eating them. But I like the style and the games, and of course, they have a, a lot of different cool things that they tie in with that. And, and the same with the, the Conklin Field Days as well. Went many times, been on the midway many times, doing broadcasts for different radio stations throughout the year, and always enjoyed the people in the town out there in both Conklin and Kirkwood, and we appreciate you guys too. So there you have it. Anyway, you got things to do, and if you're not going anywhere and you're hanging out, you can uh, dial us up. As well, we've got Bill Flynn's classic hit show from 8 to 2 tomorrow. Ron and Annie in the car, Doctor, from 2 to 4 p.m. Don Giovanni stopping by from 6 to 9 tomorrow night for the Frank Sinatra show. Three hours of Sinatra with music and conversation. And then on Sunday morning, we do it again. Bill Flynn's Polka Show. Polkas for five hours, live in the studio, seven to noon, along with Kevin Bixby. Of course, Bill will be taking off around 10 to be at the air show. He'll be doing a the broadcast there from 10 to noon, but uh, Kevin will be taking care of business here in the studio, playing all of your favorite polka music as well. And then Don Giovanni stops back again from noon to three with the Italian Oldies house party. It's like old home week here. These are guys, these are friends of mine, people I've worked with for years. And it's just nice to have them back uh, working with me again uh, here at WNBF News Radio 1290. So that's the lineup for this weekend. Of course, we have uh, the At Home Show with Gary Sullivan as well from 4 to 7 Sunday afternoon. And then Kim Commando with the Tech Update Consumer Update Show beginning at 7 on Sunday night. It's a well-balanced, I guess, uh, weekend of programming, right? You can add uh, some bananas, strawberries, and a couple of blueberries, and you've got a really well-balanced weekend morning show or morning shows that is
0: this is WNBS first news here's Kathy White
1: good morning the WNBF twin tiers forecast is calling for a partly sunny day but a 40 percent chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms a high in the mid 80s the British government's top medical advisor is warning the number of people in hospital with the coronavirus could reach, quote, quite scary levels within weeks. As cases soar as a result of the rapid spread of the more contagious Delta variant and the lifting of lockdown restrictions. Professor Chris Whitty told a webinar late yesterday that was hosted by London Science Museum that the UK is, quote, not out of the woods yet. His comments come in the wake of government figures showing the new coronavirus infections have stuck t- together next Six months high and the number of people in hospital with COVID-19 and subsequently dying are at their highest level since March. Los Angeles County will again require masks indoors even when people are vaccinated. Also yesterday the University of California system announced it will require coronavirus vaccinations for student faculty and staff to return to campus. The moves are prompted by a sharp increase in COVID-19 cases many of them the highly transmissible Delta variant. Officials are looking into the cause of a two-alarm fire in the town of Shenango that damaged an attached garage overnight and kept firefighters on the scene for close to four hours. No injuries are reported after fire broke out at the home on Wallace Road shortly before midnight. Broome County Emergency Services officials say firefighters from the town of Shenango, Shenango Bridge, and Binghamton were sent to the scene at about 11.49 p.m. and were able to return to their fire stations at around 3.30 a.m. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is expected to be interviewed by investigators with the state attorney general's office who are looking into sexual harassment allegations as that probe nears its conclusion. The timing of the interview tomorrow in Albany was confirmed by two people familiar with the case who spoke to the Associated Press and apparently other news organizations. The New York Times reports June Kim and Ann Clark, the two outside lawyers hired to lead the investigation that's being overseen by Letitia James, the state attorney general, are expected to interview the governor. According to the Times report, the lawyers have interviewed several women who have accused the Democrat of sexual harassment or misconduct and recently interviewed senior administration officials. Piles of documents and records, emails and text messages have been collected as part of the investigation. Cuomo has been accused by several women of inappropriate touching and offensive remarks. He has apologized and said he's learned an important lesson about his behavior around women, but denied any criminal action or wrongdoing. The third term governor has rebuffed calls to step aside over the allegations. Broom County's Health Department is being recognized for its creativity in dealing with the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. The department has been given the 2021 Gold Innovative Practice Award by the National Association of County and City Health Officials for converting a former BC transit bus into a mobile coronavirus testing lab. As the pandemic began to spread in the southern tier in March of last year, county emergency health and government officials determined a key to getting control on the crisis was through early identification of clusters and to address those outbreaks with follow-up quarantines and case tracking. In order to do that, more testing was going to be needed in specific geographic areas. County officials came up with the idea of converting a public transit bus into a mobile lab where on-site COVID tests could be rapidly processed, moving on in a few days to other areas where residents may not have rapid testing readily available. The bus overseen and staffed through a partnership of community stakeholders and personnel from several county departments provided 6,174 tests. The award comes along with a $7,000 in-kind contribution of public health services. The Broome County Health Department also receives a complimentary registration to the group's annual conference. A longtime public servant in the area is being remembered and continues to give by requesting donations be given in his memory to St. Jude's Children's Hospital or by donating blood. Former Town of Dickinson councilman and supervisor, as well as Broome County legislator Donald Moran, passed away on Tuesday. He was 85. According to a paid obituary placed by the family, the former legislator was an avid sports fan. He also volunteered for many years at the BCO, Open and Dick's Sporting Goods open. He also was a coach for several youth activities and refereed basketball and soccer games. This is where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WNBF.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBS.
2: Well, things are starting to heat up a little bit. You can feel it, can't you? It's kind of uh, warm this morning when I came in. It was like 70 degrees. And that was early. It's about 71 right now, so it really hasn't gotten much higher. But you can feel it. You can feel the humidity sort of kind of in the air. And... Uh, Looks like we may see some showers and thunderstorms. Looks like intermittently throughout the weekend, here and there, and hopefully it won't rain too much in, on our parade. And when I by that I mean the field days and the festivals and the Greater Binghamton Air Show that we're uh, all planning on doing different things. So whatever you're planning this weekend, hopefully it'll be uh, it'll be a good weekend for uh, for everybody. You can enjoy it. Bob Joseph will be in a little bit later. You can enjoy Bob with Binghamton now. I'm sure Bob will. Uh, Invites you to uh, call in, talk about what's on your mind, and uh, usually has interesting guests on the show as well, either calling in or in studio. We're starting to do that a little bit more now, which is nice because, uh, well, it's been a while since we've had an opportunity to, uh, to have people in the studio with us. So it's nice when that happens. Check in with Wall Street.
10: From ABC News, Wall Street now. A day of muted trade left the major stock indexes conflicted. The Dow Jones ended Thursday 54 points ahead and within striking distance of 35,000. The NASDAQ Composite lost 101 points. The S&P 500 gave up 14. The sun may be setting on meme investors. Shares of AMC Entertainment have lost more than half their value since hitting a record high of more than $76 in June. Yesterday, the stock swung between about $32 and $37. Bad news for breadwinners. Many businesses that laid off workers during the pandemic predict they're going to need fewer employees in the future. The recent recession was a catalyst for many companies to invest in automation. American Airlines, on the other hand, is bringing back 3,300 flight attendants who had been placed on extended leave when COVID ravaged the travel industry. Leisure and business travel are both coming back now, and American plans to hire an additional 800 flight attendants by March. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News
2: Time is 8.43 right now, and we'll uh, be checking in with Broomtown Workforce in just a couple minutes here uh, to get our job report. Uh, Lots of availabilities out there for people who are interested in, uh, well, wanting to... um, Get back into the workplace again, maybe change careers. Uh, lots of opportunities to do that. Apparently, the uh, United States Olympic team and Australia will not be going at it.
9: It's not just Team USA. Australia's Olympic delegation has very strict COVID protocols, and they're very concerned about potential exposure. So it's Australia just as much as the U.S.
2: This whole coronavirus thing, the, uh, of course, a variant coming back, and we're starting to see cases, and quite frankly, I don't like it. You know, I don't think anybody does. Yankees got postponed. They were to host the Boston Red Sox last night, first game after the All-Star break, and three other pitchers came down uh, testing positive, including, uh, and also, um, uh, you know, I'm terrible with names. You know that, don't you? I'll let Mr. Announcer tell you. Yankees slugger Aaron Judge. That's it, Aaron Judge. <laughs>
11: Why didn't I think of that? I don't Workforce Job Report coming up. To get your free copy, just go to growwealthsafely.com. That's growwealthsafely.com to discover how to rescue your retirement. growwealthsafely.com.
0: Wake up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. All right, look. Looking to put
2: everybody in the area back to work again, obviously. And it is time for our job report from Broomtauga Workforce, New York. Joining us from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall, it's Preston. Good morning, Preston.
13: Good morning, Doug. How are you? Doing good. And likewise, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. We're ready for your job report. All right. So first, we have a care manager level two. This person is going to conduct initial and ongoing assessments, conduct care plan meetings with all relevant service providers. Next, we have an environmental scientist. This person perform lead asbestos, mold and soil, vapor, field sampling, and project oversight. And finally, we have a groundskeeper. This person is going to maintain flower beds, trees, and shrubs, assist with trimming and mowing lawns. For more information, please contact 778 or go to com. Now we are on Facebook, so any of you that have a Facebook account, if you go on, go to your search bar, type in Broom-Tioga. All right, icon will come up. If you click on it and like us, anything we post to be sent directly to you. This could be resume tips, interviewing techniques, networking strategies, job postings, and recruitments. We do have a number of recruitments. First, the Broom Tiger Workforce and the Binghamton Rumble Ponies is having a Grand Slam job fair. So, will be held at Marabito Stadium, 211 Henry Street in Binghamton on July 20th from 4.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. There are over 40 businesses attending the job fair. They include Achieve, Atcor, BAE, EMT Medals, Tioga Downs, and more. Please bring resumes. People who pre-register by 719 will receive one free ticket to that night's game. Please call Preston Herzog at 778-6405 to sign up for the job fair. Willow Run Foods will be at the Broomtaga Workforce Office, 501 Reynolds Road, on July 22nd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m is a great opportunity for you to come out, meet with the employer, and find out the positions that they're looking for and possibly get a job. OITP training, <clears throat> manufacturing training program classes start August 2nd through August 20th. Orientation is July 28th. Participating employers include Core, EMT Metals, SamScreen, BAE Systems, MacIntosh Laboratories, and more. To sign up, call Erin Monroe at 778-6440 or email her at erin.monroe at off-site recruitments. Binghamton University Dining. We'll be doing job fairs on July 21st and 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the University Union Building 120. They're recruiting for culinary and customer service positions. Community Options. will be having an open interview on July 16th from 11.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Otzenango Park in Binghamton. They're recruiting for full-time and part-time direct support professionals. Universal Instruments is hiring a <coughs> job fair on Monday, July 19th, from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the Doubletree at Hilton, 225 Water Street in Binghamton. There are multiple positions available. Achieve will be doing an on-site job fair at the resident for the resident aides position on Wednesday, July 21st, from 2, 12 to 6 p.m., be located at 4th, 733 Vestal Road in Vestal. Bernie Bus will be having an a uh an in-person job fair on the 29th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and will be located at 268 Cattellville Road in Binghamton. They're recruiting for bus drivers, bus driver trainees, and monitors. So it's a great opportunity for somebody to come out there. And finally, Lowe's is doing open interviews every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at their 225 Sycamore Road location in Vestal and their 1318 Upper Front Street Road location in Binghamton. They're looking for cashiers, customer service associates, overnight stockers, daytime receivers, loaders, and more. For more information, please contact Mike Thomas at 296-6661 or email Mike at mike.thomas at So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions, please come out and see what they have to offer.
2: Alright, thanks for the great job report, Preston, and have a great weekend.
13: You as well. Take care. All right, bye now.
2: Alright, WNBF First News Time, 8.52. We're going to wrap things up, get ready for Bob Joseph. He's up next with Binghamton Now.
5: First News
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. What did you
2: hear about this? An 18 year old about to become the youngest person in space. The rocket company Blue Origin announced Thursday that instead of an auction winner launching with founder Jeff Bezos on Tuesday, Oliver Damon. Will be on board. He'll rocket away with an aviation pioneer who will become the oldest person in space at age 82. Student took a year off after high school to obtain his private pilot's license. That's dedication. He'll attend the university in the Netherlands. I can't pronounce this university. I'll try. Utrecht uh, in the Netherlands in September. Blue Origin says the yet to be identified winner of the 28 million dollar charity auction has a scheduling conflict and will catch a future flight. Can you imagine that. You know, there's a lot of money involved in uh, being a a passenger aboard one of these commercial flights. You know? Wow. Anyway, it's just amazing. I want to travel in space. I keep saying it all the time, but it's not going to happen. I don't have a bazillion and a half dollars. Jeff Bezos, going to go up on Tuesday. Interesting. Interesting. So, you know, there's also stuff going on here. With And I was talking to Kathy about this, uh, about the fact that, um, well, billions of people around the world, believe it or not, eat insects. But they're not commonly found in Western diets. Obviously, we don't have them here. And that could change, they say, because the Earth's growing population is putting more pressure on global food production. Insects are increasingly seen as a viable food source. Experts say they're rich in protein, yet can be raised much more substantially than beef or pork. It could give a whole new meaning to the the words ant farm, couldn't it? (laughs) Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep those ants rolling. Ah, I don't know. Little Bobby, eat your beetles. Sit there and be quiet. Um, I'm sure they would doctor them up a little bit. Make them a little tastier, I would think. But still, you're eating bugs. But, you know... It comes down to this. If it comes down to that, either eat your bugs or starve. Which one would you rather do? Ah, pass the dung beetles, please.
1: Then again, some people, if they look at where meat comes from.
2: I know. Don't take me there.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, they, you know, if they were to go to a slaughterhouse, they might not even want to, you know.
2: That's the reason I've never been to one. I don't even want to see it.
1: <laughs> you don't even think about it because otherwise, you know.
2: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. But, you know, if you think about it, Kathy, I mean, you know, it, it makes sense um, that somewhere. But I would, I would imagine the, the presentation would have to be a little different.
1: Well, it, it depends on the culture. If you're used to it, then you don't have to have it doctored up. I've had chocolate-covered ants, and the only thing you tasted was the chocolate. Mm-hmm. I've had peanut butter stuffed grasshoppers, and other than the crunch, you basically yeah. tasted the peanut butter.
2: Yeah, you didn't taste the little legs or anything? Did you get some legs stuck See, in your that's teeth? The
1: thing is, it's, it's a textural thing. <laughs>
2: Hang on a minute, i got a leg stuck on my teeth And, and
1: some of the insects you have to know to pull the wings <laughs> off them and things like that. And, yeah, you know.
2: okay. The Almost Impossible Insect burger, burger, that'll be next.
1: Yeah, and for everybody else, enjoy your Fruit Loops. All right.
2: Have a great weekend, Kathy, thank you. All right, you guys have a great weekend, enjoy as well. Bob Joseph in next, Kathy's got headlines for you, and it's Binghamton now on the way, Dan Bongino at noon. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. 72 degrees, good morning, have a great weekend. See you soon.